Hello. 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 We're already off to a great start. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the tea. Welcome to the tea. My name is Tranika Rex, and this is my co-host. Lucky Stiff. Hi. It's been so long. Uh, how are you? I'm great. I'm I'm powering through. It is. Uh, we we actually are doing a double filming day. Uh, filming or double. I always say filming. We're doing a double taping day. Uh, we've already done one earlier, and we are uh, slowly going crazy. It's Market Day's weekend, so we're about to have 200 gigs in a row. And, mm-hmm. uh, yes. So if I, if I keep saying filming, it's because I'm out of sorts. There are no cameras in this room. We are not releasing a video. Yeah. We're in various stages of drag right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Sign up for our OnlyFans. <laughs> We're very broke. All right. We are joined by a very special guest from Atlanta, Georgia, Eva Destruction. Wow. It's me. Hello. It's me. It's me. Eva Destruction. <laughs> me. We are also joined by Chicago's own Camilla Fox. Ew. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on? Yo, I got here late as fuck. I, I was know. fucking uh, drag Look, hey. we're not going to call you out on air, but this since you was, called yourself out. This bitch is on drag queen time, I swear to God. Mm, I'm hustling, man. I'm making deliveries, slanging wigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, a business bitch. We get it. Camilla uh, owns Styled by Camilla, and she does uh, most of my hair. Um, mm-hmm. Hit me yeah. up. It's real cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually brought me a wig today. Do you have a card? I got a, I got an Instagram and a Facebook card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, the drag queen that card. That 2018 card. Yeah, that's the sound of me going on there. Typing <laughs> um, sound. Yeah, well, even destruction with the foley. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, I I hit her up originally because Sarah is on this like four five month like yeah. backlog. Yeah, so there from like, wig takeout. I'm like, can I get something before like fall of 2040? <laughs> I like barely snuck in like yeah. on Ooh. the 18th. I was like, do you have any dates available? I need your hair. And yeah. she's like, I have this one day. Yeah. And I'm like, put me down. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even try anymore. No, <laughs> so like I'm I'm, I'm gonna get hair made by her. But all right, we got some champagne. Should we yeah, cheers? We all right. All right, let's get started. I'll just jump in with the first question, all right, shall party. I? Um, actually, because we're all doing a bunch of gigs and going crazy, and Eva literally just like got off a plane and came <laughs> here, which we're very grateful. Literally. Literally. Um, let's start with this one. What's your best recommendation for energizing or keeping going when you're tired but still have to be at the club? Crack. <laughs> I do crack now. Know. I do crack now. Well, I'm from Atlanta, so meth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so is that for me, I guess? I go for it. Oh, yeah. We all just we all, say yeah. whatever, yeah. Oh, okay. Panel um, discussion. But you I started, mean, so do it. For me personally, because like I... I sleep, like, I have a sleep schedule where I sleep in until, like, noon, one o'clock, and I, that carries over into the evening. So, like, um, a lot of the times, like, I'm, I'm tired, or even when I'm working three gigs in a day, like... How often get, is that? Um, that's usually every other week, sometimes. Ooh. Yeah, that's every other week. Starting at when and ending at when? Um, usually, because I do, some, like, this past weekend I did the brunch show, and then I had a private gig, and then I had my later... Show so I was in face from like one o'clock until eleven p.m. and wow. it, I mean it's harsh on your face, but at the same time I think for me it's like this is my living, and yeah. I think about number one the money, mm-hmm. and then secondly it's like I don't know you kind of think like when you kind of build yourself up to that point where you have a reputation where you live and how hard you work it's like you have to you kind of owe it to the people coming out to the show so it's like. You gotta be on it. You gotta be yeah. a professional, yeah. or else how are you able to read people all the time if yeah. you're not gonna be able to? You know, yeah. I'm yeah. just kidding. But you're like taking the high road. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like you gotta be on time and be together, but yeah. just also, like you can complain that your feet hurt, but I mean at the same time you're booked. So yeah. my thing that I always repeat to myself every time I'm about to complain, mm-hmm. I say to myself. You're not in a cubicle at this moment. Yeah. You're, right. You do not have a boss like looking over your cubicle. People are always watching you too. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Like you're you're not like yeah. They're, they're, you'd rather be doing this. Like deal with the worst of this versus like the copier. You dress up. <laughs> yeah, you dress up for a living. Yeah, yeah. Mean, <laughs> we cannot complain. No, right. I think about when I was like coming to the club in looks and before I was doing this for a living and being like, please, someone notice the work that I've put into this. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh right. So now you're getting paid and you got to show up and work hard exactly yeah man 
Yeah, we're you, definitely living our dreams, I think. Yeah. I like, get to see your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, every time, like, something comes up, I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome, but I'm so exhausted. I'm like, yeah. But I was, like, like begging for stuff like this before, yeah. and yeah. now I'm doing it, you exactly. know? And it's just, like, yeah. it happens to be all at one time with, like, five other things that I have to do, but it's still, like, ugh, like it's, like, humbling, and it's grateful. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm there. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, exactly. That you're, like, doing what you love so much that mm-hmm. you're, like, fucking exhausted, and then you start mm-hmm. to hate it a little sometimes. Crack helps, <laughs> too, yeah. though. The crack helps. The crack yeah. is always the crack <laughs> out. The only time I ever catch myself truly complaining or going on about it is if I'm backstage changing or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, yeah. my cat is purring, my feet <laughs> hurt, the corns are throbbing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But like, but, besides all the drugs, which we know, you know, <laughs> y'all, usually, y'all are big druggies. I usually drink a, a Red Bull before the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Red Bull. Iced coffee is great. Definitely, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and when I can't get those things or if I'm, like, struggle bussing really hard and I'm actually, like, in the process of the gig, I'll, like, this is probably annoying, but I'll sing songs that I, like, that, like, get me pumped. Not even just listening to them, but, like, sing songs with Mm -hmm. it, try to engage people in playful banter, jump around sometimes, take off my shoes and jump around and just, like... Get my brain back in the space to do it. I, if I if I stay if I stay downstairs <laughs> too long uh, and I'm just like kind of chilling, mm-hmm. I'll just totally just fall asleep. Yeah. Like, if it's after the show and I'm done, like no, I need to go upstairs and like engage people, do the shots, and mm-hmm. like that just wakes you up. Get naturally. social. Yeah. yeah for sure. Social. I hate sitting down. Have you ever? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you ever noticed like uh, kicking with the girl? <laughs> yeah the crack the crack. <laughs> like kicking with like a girl in the dressing room would just like light up your, your yeah, mood. Always, like, yeah, always, yeah. When thing is so much fun. Yeah. Like, randomly, uh, no one will come, like, paint with me sometimes at Berlin. Like, most of the time, people paint with me, but if some, if for some reason, no one can, and I'm just there alone, <laughs> I'm just, like, count, I'm, like, checking my phone over and over, like, guys, come hang out with me! Aww. And then someone gets there, and it's, like, I go from, like, zero to, like, mm-hmm. hi, hi, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I love painting backstage with yeah. me. I love painting with yeah. people. Yeah, it's, it's great. I like, say you, like, sink your energy, mm-hmm. too, because you just already get, in, by the time the show starts, you're already, like, rhythmed up. But that's where the real show is too, backstage. Yep. Like oh, it's 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 fun doing it for the people out like on in the audience or whatever, but like backstage is like we always like I feel like everyone's talked about this, but like we should there's always an opportunity to stick cameras backstage and like make it a show. Like it really like we've, we've actually talked about this with Matt and A because we put everything on YouTube now. Yeah. And I said first this is my idea. Take it if you want, whatever. Uh, it's, we're gonna do it eventually. Is I want to do like they have for the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Oh, they, like, show like running around. Yeah, yeah like and, I don't like, want to show a bunch of like I don't want to show everyone like naked and stuff. But <laughs> I like the idea of, of turning like a whole show with a special guest into like a mini movie and yeah. then still showing us kind of like getting ready um, and just having like an extra. Yeah, yeah. I love That'd that. Cool. Well, Cat and I did, or Cat's ass, my roommate and I. Cat and I did a show. Um, with a, we did a draft of it and we're gonna do it again where we like did, showed the whole backstage process mm. um, and that was extremely exciting. People like, love People that. are interested in, in the actual mechanic. That's why we always get all these questions on this yeah. podcast about like how do you do this thing? How do you do how this thing? How do you thing? get to the club in a, in a lift? Like what are the logistics of that? Right, like, absolutely. Interesting things that, yeah. It's a good time. Oh yeah, cool. good times. Next question. I jumped around so where do you want to go? Jump around. Are we... <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, well, this one, I'm just going to ask it right to you, Lucky. All righty. Uh, and then we'll expand. <laughs> what advice would you give to an AFAB, aside female at birth, an individual who doesn't feel welcome in queer spaces because of certain cis gay male behavior? Mm. I am interested, number one, in what those particular cis gay male behaviors are that this mm-hmm. person is asking about. Yeah. But I will say, for me, I I never assumed that this wasn't like I knew that the, that there were people in the spaces I was entering that were like you don't belong here you don't belong here but I forced my brain to believe that it was my space and that I was yeah. coming in to participate in it not necessarily claim it but just participate it's my space and your it's my space and your tom yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> that's my space I've got the song that plays when I walk into the club automatically and you can't turn it off <laughs> um, but seriously like if you're like this is mine too yeah and you come in and you're just like and also People will say things to me, and I'm like, you're wrong, bye, continue on people with my get life. Caught I don't up, get in fights. I think so many people get caught up on hearing, like, someone said this to me, and I just have to voice my opinion on it, whether it be right. on Facebook or whatever. 
girl, so many stupid people will say so right. many. Well, I say girl, but <laughs> girl, <laughs> they. I, I understood this is the gender neutral yeah. term of they, girl. Yeah, <laughs> they. Um, uh, so, many, <laughs> they, so many people will say stupid things to you because maybe they want to trip you up or they're jealous or they're whatever. Or they're well-meaning. They just have really bad advice. Just mm-hmm. like you, so much of getting started in something and, and sticking with it is listening to people who know what the fuck they're talking about yeah. and then ignoring all the 99% mm-hmm. of people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about but mm-hmm. think they're helping. Absolutely. And not to get, like, you can, I, it's not that the things that get said, because shit gets said to me in the club all the time. Yeah. yeah. And people make assumptions. And that bothers me, and I talk to my friends and my family yeah. about it, but I'm not going to, like, throw a shit fit about it You in keep the on club. trucking, because right. that I'm like, person you're wrong, goodbye. Means, that person means nothing. That no, person, their I don't give a fuck about their irrelevant. opinion. No, yeah. they're not yeah. in charge of me. Yeah. So so I would say fight that person in the moment. and make <laughs> Punch sure them in the face. And post a very dramatic Facebook status. Yes. Because if you don't, yeah. how will everyone know you're a bad bitch? Yeah. And it's hard. But you, and also, like, find the spaces where you are. Well, <laughs> one of these times, Eva's going to spit champagne onto the microphone. That's why I finished it, because I, I keep catching myself. I'm going to spew. Yeah. So I just finished my glass. Yeah. yeah. But find, those, find the people that are your people in the club and create a group of those people and go and infiltrate and go and infiltrate all the time because eventually that space will become your space. Yeah. Because if people aren't into it, they'll leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so what, say the question again as a whole. I what advice ask. would you give to an AFAB person who doesn't feel welcome into queer spaces because of certain cis gay male behaviors? Right. Okay. That's kind of a loaded question. It's almost like accusatory. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I get what they're asking. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) for me, because I get this question a lot, like on Instagram or Twitter, and it's mostly uh, like a lot of cisgendered female or, you know, uh, genderqueer or Mm non-binary asking me this question saying like, what's your opinion on, you know, the, the faux queen or the hyper queen or, you know, bio queen or however they... Yeah, whatever term, the yeah. term of the moment is. Exactly. What we and do. for me, it's like, I I look at... I'm like, I, I'm always about if you commit to your style of drag and you sell it at that 110% level, I buy whatever you're giving me. Mm. And I just... I, for me, I just don't quite understand how we can preach equality and inclusivity. Is that a word? I don't know. Inclusivity? And, yeah, you got um, Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, how can you look at somebody and just because they're not biologically built the way you are, that instantly, that makes them lesser than you. And We've talked about this before. Yeah. It's like, it in so many nuts. other workplaces, have we not decided that women are allowed to do the job that men do? And this, one of the most political things, is drag, it's like a huge political thing, is somehow people are getting caught up on gender when we're all here to just piss people off yeah. and shake shit up. We're I all mean, playing dress Lord. up. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's, yeah. it's like if, like, um, like take one of my all time favorite hyper queens. Uh, her name is Venus Envy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. Florida. Hi Venus. She is mm-hmm. one of like my favorites because she also impersonates Gaga. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. I she even takes it to the furthest level and even pads like she wears full-on hip pads like she does everything i like know a, a lot of afab mm-hmm. queens do yeah. exactly and uh, for me it's like i'm such a fan of that because it's she is putting just as much work as the rest of us all are you it's know just all and it's like, like curating it why why it's about final product not what you're walking it's I say it's not what you're walking into the dressing room it's how you're walking onto the stage Mm -hmm. like I don't care about anything else am I watching a show that is entertaining precisely and I would give a dollar like come on why are we come on I always say I'll put on pads when Naomi Smalls does that's what I say it's just like it doesn't matter everybody takes what they've got and they combine it different ways and Mm -hmm. they put it up on stage for your consumption and if you don't like it don't go to those shows and don't support those people don't look at them and if you do like it fucking put them out there and support them and make sure that they're getting the attention that they deserve don't engage the people that I think that's the most important thing is like don't engage don't engage so many times I've found in my life where I've had like the urge to engage Mm -hmm. someone who says some dumb shit 
those people eventually just go away because they are just annoying people. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to be the one to chase that person away because someone else is going to chase them away. (laughs) Like, just let the bullshit go. Yeah, just don't engage it. And you know what? Gender is a construct, and you should uh, tear it apart. I've never heard that before. (laughs) That's very nice. You should thank you for bringing that. That should be a bumper sticker. You should make hands. Yeah, you should. Have you got? I'm glad finally somebody said it. Somebody (laughs) said it. (laughs) Um, Uh, Speaking of references, yes. Are there any specific media references that inspire your drag look slash persona? Ooh, I love like old school like streetwear. Um, I grew up in the hood, so like stuff like that is like nice. I like baby hairs. I like the girls that like you love. Baby I hairs. love baby hairs. I like the girl with like the lip liner and the strong like Chola. eyeliner. That yeah, I'll make the other cholas. Hello, like I, you know what I mean. So like that really influences like Camilla Fox. Yeah, Summer Hayek. Bomb, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. Hayek. yeah, Summer Hike and Dust So Down with the Snake. Oh my god, <gasps> oh my god, you've Moments never seen that I knew it. No. I was also attracted to women. <laughs> I wanted to play with her hair, I didn't want, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't attracted to her, but Fair. I wanted to play with her hair. I'm trying to think of like media that I just always love the idea of like a just strong white trash woman with like big hair and just like curves and she was just like larger than life and because I, I, so much of my drag is like based on my stepmother mm-hmm. who like would not leave the house without an hour and a half's worth of makeup and her hair was big and she was just a shit 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 person. I'm obsessed with that. And the <laughs> idea that this like horrible woman would just put on this like fabulous face and just go into the world and do whatever the fuck she wanted. I was just and wear Von Dutch. Oh no. no. <laughs> right. And wear Von Dutch. Yeah. 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 I think I just uh, I would say definitely uh, Peggy Bundy. Yeah. Oh I love me. that. Like was a huge one and and uh, Fran Fine. Mm-hmm. I mean good lord. Mm-hmm. You know when I was little I remember thinking that uh Nanny Fine Fran Fine was mm-hmm. supposed to be that her outfits were supposed to be like ugly like I remember thinking she was supposed to be like, over the mm-hmm. top and then there's an Instagram called <laughs> what Fran what wore, Fran wore? Mm-hmm. and yeah. it was all Lit. fucking Moschino mm-hmm. and it was all it's like high super, fashion super fancy. it's all like Erica Jane looking shit my yeah. mind and is blown I, yeah like if you go back I never knew that so much of her Outfits are runway. Yeah, wow, it's wild. And I thought it was supposed to be ugly, but no, it was high fashion. And yep. yeah, come on, Carrie Brad. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, on CBS. Yes, true story. What are your? Uh... Uh, I mine are easy. It's David Bowie plus Klaus Nomi plus Susie Sue. Yeah. Who's Suzy Sue? Suzy Sue. Susie, Sue. Susie and the Banshees. Banshees. Amazing band. Look them up. They're the super 80s, cool. Okay. Like, yeah. Punk. Sort of, sort of weird punk too. She's yeah. very like warbly. It's she's almost yodeling in all of the songs, but it's like a rock yodel. Um, it's very drums forward. It's like if you ever like wind up at Berlin on a night where you're like, what? Why? Like, what party is this? <laughs> and everyone's like looks like punk rock, and it's like a Sunday, and yep. like forty people there, and they all look the same. There's candles lit around it's the space. It's that genre. It's that genre. They're playing it's Nosferatu like, on the TV. Yeah, it's like, like a weird goth eighties <laughs> genre. Of, I love uh, that party. Yeah. <laughs> or like Nina Hagen. Yep. That kind of thing. absolutely. Yeah. How about you? Anime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Japanese street fashion, you know. Um, no, but um, a- apart from that, actually, because a lot of my style has been drawn from a lot of cosplay culture, like with doing conventions, um, like I'm going to Dragon Con at the end of this month. Uh, this will be my sixth year. And Six? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I've How long have never- you been doing drag? Um, I've been doing it for seven and a half years now. Um, but the thing is, it's like, discovering that community and cosplay and seeing all like the leather, the armor, all that, like the characters, it definitely like heavily inspired. But, um, I think most of all, Lady Gaga is like my ultimate mm-hmm. all being like, you get it. You're gay. For real though. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so cliche, but at the same time, like she's like, I, I really hate to like go, so deep talk about Gaga more well (laughs) well, the thing is it's like people think that she's just a pop icon but for me she's like the reason like 
why I even started drag, but she also helped me through probably the darkest time in my life. And she's the reason why, like, I'm still alive today, actually. And um, it was during, like, the Fame Monster era, um, because I fell in love with her, like emphatically during the um the fame era but like the fame monster was when it was like real for me and i discovered how like theatrical she was and where she was too theatrical for pop and she was Mm -hmm. too pop for theaters Mm -hmm. and i related so hard to that because it's like she never really fit in anywhere Mm -hmm. in people's eyes even today she still doesn't Mm -hmm. like there's still a part of her that is still punk and still underground and People, she's so ahead of her time. And I think that translates heavily to my drag because I, I, like, my mind is constantly thinking and I never set on one specific style of drag. And I'm always, like, morphing or changing or wearing... You are, yeah. Wearing all types of different shit all the time. Like, you never catch me in the same shape all the time Mm -hmm. unless... It's already in my closet, and I'm wearing it. <laughs> like, I'm wearing it for a gig the next week. But, I mean, apart from that, like, my mind is always constantly inspired. And it's like my ADD is completely translated over to my drag. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. It, yeah, for sure. I do love that about you. I like to see a drag queen, like, kind of hit every different, uh, I don't know, yeah. tick every box. Yeah. 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 That makes it more like interesting. Multiple That's genres. definitely true. Yeah. I feel like you're always also thinking about like the type of song that you're doing and tailoring the look to oh my God. support the it, act, which yeah. is really cool. It, it literally takes me so long to choose the numbers <laughs> I do because I consciously think about how the audience is going to react, what I'm feeling in that moment in time. Like, okay, do I feel like a ballad number? Do I feel like pouring my heart out on like the stage or whatever? Like, so dramatic. But like, <laughs> I, you know, like it, it's those things that I really think about. Like, okay, it's a Friday night. It's probably going to be a pretty energetic crowd, but I want to stay true to who I am. So I'm going to do some Broadway, but I'm going to do some Top 40 yeah. mixed in with it. And then probably end with something that I personally want to do. I like that you I like that you think like that. I think it's important as a performer to not just think of like how am I scratching my own itches, but yeah. how is the audience going to absorb me over the course of three numbers, over the course of a night, whatever. Yeah. Right. It's a compromise. That's what you're good at. Yeah. Eva, for the record, is one of my top five favorite performers of all time. Oh my god. Every no, every, no hands every, down. Every and I will say <laughs> I, I will say this to the end of the earth. Like you Breathe every breath of a song. Like, if the, there's a key change, your mouth changes. Like, I've never seen anyone lip sync quite how you lip sync. And it's just, there's you just kind of get lost in it while you're watching it. So I've just always been, so I, if you were performing uh, 10 miles away and I had to walk there, I would probably walk. Yeah. Like, I just very much enjoy watching you perform. It's one of my favorite things. So. Thank you. If you don't have the ability to walk 10 miles to watch yeah. Eva perform, <laughs> uh, like me, it, back in the day, you can go to YouTube and all of the videos on YouTube yeah. are amazing and you should I, check them out. My entire channel is dedicated to the people that aren't able to come see my shows, yeah. so. So I literally post all like I, I pick and choose a lot of the good stuff to post there. But yeah, that my my YouTube channel EVAH Destruction, you can find it and yeah. Bam, bam. I think it's you now. It's me, Valentina. <laughs> uh, my friends ask me a lot about drag. As an ally to the queer community, how can I help educate them? on the community without overstepping the bounds of what is my place to speak on. Um, take them to a drag show. Take them to right. a drag show. Take yeah. them where it's happening. If they have questions about it, they must be curious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Assuming they're probably little kids, though, no? Like, they're probably young. Are they? Is that what... Well, it's saying that my friends... <laughs> my friends. Are they? Who knows? <laughs> what is the question? Are they real people? Are they invisible friends? <laughs> Take yeah. them to a drag show, the too. The voices in my head have been asking me about the show. <laughs> Expose them. I'm not supposed to bring them out. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that any time, any, first of all, you were saying this before, trying to get Google is free. Google's free. Google right. is free. Yeah. Google is sweaty. So Tell them true. to Google some stuff. <laughs> bring them to shows. Also, I like to have like a little back pocket list of like resources for people. Like, and the Southern Poverty Law Center is a great place to start. What is it? Southern Poverty Law Center. What is that? 
it's a, it's it, they have all of these LGBT resources on their website. They do a bunch of like pro bono work. It's very cool. Southern Poverty Law. I hope I'm getting that right since yeah. I've said it four times in okay. the span of the last thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I learned about them because somebody had um, uh, their pronouns in their email tagline, and then there was a little link afterwards that said what's this? Explain this to me. And you click on it, it takes you to a page on their website that, oh, says, that explains pronouns. And then I was like, I want that. So I put that on my email <gasps> thing on the bottom. It's great. And it's very like easily digestible. Oh, wow. uh, now I really hope that I've gotten it right. That's right. Trey, uh, Trey great. Trey Googled it. Yeah. 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 It's, on, it's fantastic. Check. That's really cool. <laughs> and I have a list. Uh, I also have like a bunch of saved links from places that I have been really good that people have sent me. So basically it's just like pass the shit on. Or send them to somebody that can explain things to them. Like, if you don't feel like it's your place to speak on those things, send them to an expert. That's Lucky, everything. Lucky Sif is the expert. Right? <laughs> yes. No. Ambassador. I, I'm trying. I'm trying, yeah. really. But, like, everyone can do that. Yeah. All I have is a little Google Doc. Like, it's not that hard. I live. Okay. Anyway. Nice. You make it sound easy. It, sh- it should be easy. Lucky's smart. Aww. I'm just like, Lucky, Thanks, you, drive car, you, you drive the car and I'll yell from the back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, smart. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's smart things. Thanks, guys. Um, you want to do the next one? I'll do the next one because I'm very smart. <laughs> <laughs> you can read. <laughs> I can read good. What's the biggest thing you wish you had known when you started drag? Oh, Ooh. my God. What do you think? Um, it's expensive as fuck. And it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. It literally takes up your whole life. But it's the most fun you'll ever have. Yeah. I think that is for there, me. Is there anything that you, like, did not expect when you got into the thick of it? Um, that, so what surprised you? I think I was most surprised by, like, how nice everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're lucky here. I but think we are. I think. Oh, no, you are. I think <laughs> no, you certainly are. I think we're in a bubble. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason why I love coming up here so much. Oh, I'm just saying that much, you come know. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Was there anything that surprised you? Uh, surprised me? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've been doing drag for a really oh. long time. I started when I was like 19. Oof. Well, but I, like That's before. That's wild. Where would you go? Uh, there was an 18 over club when I was growing up. Was yeah. it, what was it called? San Marcos. It was at a restaurant that oh. would close it. I <laughs> like, <remember> Sangria. <laughs> yeah, Sangria is yeah. another one. Yeah. But like before that, I was like walking around like the house and like my mom's clothes and like, mm-hmm. I just would never go out in public and then when I finally did, I was kind of just like, oh, this is, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started performing, like that came later and I just kind of been, I don't know, I grew up, I feel like with drag, like in drag. Did you know a lot of drag queens? When you were like nineteen, um, I met a lot of drag queens. Yeah, like Nisha, yeah. Lila, Monica Beverly Nisha Hills, Lopez, Nisha Lila Lopez, Star, yeah, Lila yeah. Star, and uh, Monica Beverly Hills, Jade Sotomayor, Jade Sotomayor, yeah. like all of them. We uh, we were all at the same place when I was yeah. younger. Yeah, uh, Serena Fierce, yeah, Eva Envy. Yeah. We all started around the same time. Yeah, where is this? Uh, sorry, Michael's. It, it's gone now. It was a restaurant. It was a seafood restaurant, girl. <laughs> and they would clear oh. out the tables. Talk about fish, sweet girl. Hello. Oh, oh no. <laughs> they would clear out the tables to make like a dance floor, and it was cool. It was like a place that we had when we were younger and we were it's gay. Just you we had no dancing to go. on shrimp shells. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you learned but to crack a, a snow crab fun. with your thighs. <laughs> I stand. Woof. <Hello. laughs> Oh my um, god! Yeah, what about you? What From did you learn? Two things. Wh- like Eva, what would you tell baby? <laughs> oh no, Alexander! Oh no, um, it doesn't get better. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but okay, so two things. Um, one, using all the resources, and also exploring options as far as buying drag, mm-hmm. like. Not spending two hundred and fifty dollars for your first makeup haul for oh. drag at you know Sephora, and is that what you did? Yes, yeah. My first makeup haul for drag was at Sephora. Spent so much money, and then I realized there was a costume shop right down the street, oh. and like I could have saved so much money. Um, and then secondly, and I would say this to anybody. Uh, 
making sure that you take what people tell you and teach you with a grain of salt, but also Mm -hmm. what your friends tell you. Yeah. Because your friends will lie to your face and make you think that you are the most sickening thing. (laughs) Yeah. They're being nice, honey. Yeah. It's like they're lying. They are (laughs) lying to you. So always make sure to ask, like, truthfully, like, how do I look? Like, Mm -hmm. because you know, you have some friends that will still go, oh, yeah, you're great. You're You're great. great, But but you need to find you a kimchi in your life that will tell you. You need, sweetie, you Mm -hmm. you will not be the same after you you go, tell me what you really think. And she reads you down. No, for real. You fix it the next day, you sure do. Because every time you hear those things, because for me, it was like every time I got critiqued, because I grew up, like, within the first two years of my (laughs) career, like, I. Um, I did nothing but drag competitions and worked for free. And it was like... For two years? Yeah, for two years. And it was like every critique that I got, it only made me improve every week, every day. And mm-hmm. like there was times that I was always in the makeup mirror and doing drag and just for myself and just improving my makeup. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, just get in front of your bathroom mirror practice like mm-hmm. where you're putting your lashes push them up while they're drying like figure mm-hmm. out where your <laughs> yeah. crease figure out where your crease is gonna go like contour blush all, all that so yeah like get you some good friends that will or, the truth. or get some good Judy's that will at least tell you the truth mm-hmm. and tell you what to fix or what you could improve on. Right. Yeah. Sure. And if I would ever ask someone, don't ask them when you're still in drag from the, don't step off the stage and go like, was that okay? Oh my like, God. Let it like, uh, I have a strong thing where I don't tell anyone like what I thought of something. If it was maybe negative or something, if you're still fresh in it, because mm-hmm. that's right. just going to burn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just going to burn. Yeah. Like kind of let it marinate for a couple of days and say, Hey, this, I would maybe switch that up or, right. You know, yeah. So making sure that you're in a, the right place to take the <laughs> exactly. critiques yeah. too. But yeah. Well, and, and just to add on to that too, that's why I recorded mm-hmm. all of my performances. That's such a great just idea. Like well, people like, because people would always go, on, oh, there's Eva in the corner watching herself again. <laughs> but it was me literally studying myself. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. is every yeah. time. Important the yeah. quality to have as a person is the ability to watch. Like whenever I do an interview or something, I have to rewatch. I'll rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Re- I listen to these podcasts multiple times yep. just to, to go like, oh, what are your tics that you don't realize? What are the yes. things about yourself that you just go, why are you doing that? Like, it's that? not vanity. It's literally, like, teaching yourself yeah, and learning from mistakes or, uh-huh. like, even yeah. fixing and tweaking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yep. I think the the urge to, like, want to learn things is, like, a very important thing. Yes. And you should never Especially get rid of that. Days, no. Right? No. You yeah. should never get rid of that. At, like, all. Constantly <laughs> better yourself and, like... Yeah. Because I, well, I mean, I'm still kind of nervous about it, but, like, I used to be super scared of talking to people, like, especially on a mic, like, when China would be like, how you feeling? I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So much of that is fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. And then the like, answer to that is, I'm good, how are you guys? And the audience goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah call and, and answer, yeah. Yep, totally. And then I just started saying, I'm getting fucked up. What about you guys? <laughs> yeah, always. Always. <laughs> Helpful, yeah. good. Um, yeah. What was? Did you do a lot of uh, like amateur shows when you got? Started? Oh, definitely. Like, I was not even doing amateur shows as much as I was getting booked at like clubs and not getting paid. Oof. Yeah. That was like me first starting out. Like, hey, I would love to have you, but like we don't have a budget. Like, you want to come do it? I'm like, yeah, girl, I'll go. I'll be there, and like you know, I would wear my like discovery dresses, twenty one <laughs> yes. dresses, and. I was doing my thing. Would you tell your young self not to do that? Or were you happy no, that you got all the time? No, it was experience. Because I would have said, no, I need to get paid. They would have like, okay, well, I no. think you have to do that a little you bit. You kind of have to. In the beginning. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's so in the much very you have beginning. to take your licks. Like, yeah. you have to get in, like, there's, like, a certain percentage of embarrassing moments fails that mm-hmm. you just have to yep. get in. And it's better for you that you get those in on the amateur stage than uh, just... Yeah, I don't think that I I feel like that's the mark of a true entertainer too with having to like shovel through some shit during the beginning stages for real like you gotta like really like climb your way to where you get yeah you gotta be able to take yeah yeah. I feel like there's yeah well I mean because we're involved (laughs) in a lot of like amateur shows like Mm -hmm. I watch a lot and there's some 
girls that you see something doesn't go right mm-hmm. and they just it just breaks. They have a meltdown. Them. It oh. just shakes them to the core. And there's some you see and and then they go, yeah, well now I know what to fix next time. That mm-hmm. that is yeah. really how you take a fail and you you go, all right, well I'm not gonna walk down that road again. I'm gonna this is how I would fix that. And right. that's so much of yeah. Well, this is what I wish somebody would have told me is like all of the problems and all of the fuck ups that I experienced when I was first starting. Those are good. Those are good. Number yes. one, they're productive. But also number two, like when I'm there was a gig last week where I was like sitting there painting my eyeliner and I fucked something up. And the difference, everybody does that on every level. Yeah. The difference is when you're a professional or you've been doing it for a while, you know how to take a deep breath yeah. and go, okay, how do I fix this? As opposed to like totally Can having it, a meltdown. Oh but God, it happens yeah. to everybody. But you fuck up when you're young and you're like, oh my God, I suck at this. I'm terrible. I'm never going to do literally have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. I, oh my God. Even with makeup too, that was yeah. like a thing where it was like, if it wasn't perfect, I literally wiped it off <gasps> and then redid it this because it, it was so hours. I was so meticulous and then it was like now I'm like I see a little fallout or something or a crack and I'm like you're not gonna see it <laughs> <laughs> so get lazy oh, is the answer to this question dark this lighting yeah how did, how did you make it Eva how did you make it to the main stage after doing so many amateur competitions mm-hmm. for two years like what was the break in that like was it someone I did it well I um uh, well, the thing was, is I started drag when I was 18. So I did a lot of stuff until I turned 21, basically. But um, there was one 18 and up club um, in Marietta, Georgia, where like um, I was able to get my first cast spot there. But it was still the outskirts of Atlanta, so it wasn't really taken as seriously. Mm-hmm. Like it was still, you know, but it was still a job made like you know 40 bucks every friday whatever but um it it was just all the talent contests that i did and the amateur shows and everything and then like doing this one specific drag competition helped me break out into atlanta and then that's when i actually started getting gigs and i was like okay it's time to stop working for free yeah just a little bit because um, that was in the time where I lost, like I, I got fired from my day job and I was sleeping on my best friend's couch and literally doing drag once a week to get me by until then I started getting my weekly gigs. And then that's when I started making income and it sort of forced me to do drag for a living, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it happened. Cause it's like, it probably would have taken a lot longer for me to feel comfortable in that environment, but I made it work. You know, yeah. like you get, like you have to work with what you're given and just adapt to your surroundings and, um, yeah, hard times, but you know, we, we made it work kids yeah. <laughs> yeah. forged yeah. in the fire. You need yeah. the hard times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just remembered. Do you remember I did the open show one, the open stage open show stage, for yeah. Berlin used to for have drag many. Yeah. The, oh, the pre-show. The pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's crazy. I didn't remember that. Yeah, because I remember, like, I went to go see you, like, at, at Berlin. I'm like, wow, this is cool. I'm like, all right, because at this point in my, like, drag career, I was working in, like, the Latin scene. Mm-hmm. And to me, that wasn't the place for me because I was too, like, Americanized. Like, uh-huh. I would do, like, English songs. Right. And they wanted, like, sp- like Mexican ballads. I'm like, yo, that's not me. So I was trying to break out. So I went to go watch Drag Men. And I'm like, oh, okay, I want to be here. That's where I am. Yeah. yeah, and I hit up Tranica. I was like hey, uh, you're a great host. I love the show. Can I be part of it? She's like, do the pre-show. I'm like, okay, yeah. The pre-show, <laughs> the pre-show was before Crash Landing. So this was about four years ago. And it was something that I added on every other show. And we would have like three girls that would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how Nico got started. That's mm-hmm. Pat Sass did it. And it yeah. was just my way of kind of like testing people out. Um, with Crash Landing now, it's nice because you just go, hey, you want to start drag? Get over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a little harder four years ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, you did that once. I did that once. Once. And, and then, then you yeah. call me back. You're like, yo, I didn't know you were a professional. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> yeah, it's hard because, like, as someone who's, like, hiring people, like, I didn't know anything about her. Yeah. And she was in, you got to see She it. was in another scene. And, like, when I actually saw it, I was like, work. Let's party. Yeah. yeah. Right. For yeah. sure. Look at us now. <laughs> oh, here Judy. we are on a podcast. <laughs> Judy. Love it. Doing the thing. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked started talking a little bit about this, but like yeah. maybe just some rapid fire responses sure. about what is the key to getting booked in those more prestigious shows. Yeah. Uh I say it's like 
uh, with any other job, how people say dress for the job you want, not the job you have. <laughs> so like basically do all the things that you see the professional girls doing, like or professional performers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is you know. Do the rhinestones, do the, you know, show up on time, uh, you know, promote on all your social media. Yeah. Basically, do do as good of a job on the small scale as you would on a big scale, and I think that you'll get the call for the, the bigger shows. Right, and you have to go and go to those shows and look, like, go to a lot yeah. of professional shows, a lot mm-hmm. of different kinds of professional scene. shows. Yeah. You're looking Absolutely. for more people, usually, like, yeah. oh, definitely. Show them, show them why you deserve to be in this show and not the other one. Mm-hmm. Like, sell it to them. Show, when you're doing the amateur show, you should be doing it at a professional level. Yeah. And they should watch you and go, she doesn't fit in here because she's past that. You, yeah. You want to pick her out. Camilla. Right. (laughs) I also think sometimes, and this is not true of everybody, but sometimes wait a little longer than you think you should. Yes. Before you get started, practice a little bit more. Yeah. Oh my God, build your closet. Yeah. For God's sakes. Don't Ugh. wear the same thing to every amateur no. show. Don't show up in one black bathing suit and just live time. your life. Like, yes. you can do that, but. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> oh no. For Camilla's real. like slinking away. Oh, from the table. no. I was, just, <laughs> I was just going to make a joke. I can't make it. Oh. That was later. <laughs> to read yeah. somebody. That's true. Like, take, oh, take a little know. bit of time. Figure it out. Like, time is on your side. The scene is going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's the one thing about like new girls that they think they're so great already. And it's like, you need to marinate a little bit longer, yeah. like, yeah. you know, fine tune things and then really present yourself. Yeah. You inside are great. Your idea of what you're going to do is great. Yeah. Your execution of what you're going to yes, do the, might need a little bit more mm-hmm. time. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And think about the people hiring you so much. Like, think about like, you know, if someone puts you in a show and you maybe fuck it up then they look dumb. Mm-hmm, like, that's or true. that's, you know, money out of their pocket. You know, like, just think about the people hiring you and not necessarily, like, sucking their dicks, but you gotta, like, uh, literally and whatever. Unless but you want unless to. Unless you want to suck their dicks, suck yeah. their dicks. But and they, they want you to. They, that also is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, just think about, like, how they view you. You know, are you uh, giving them... Are You know, they're gonna give you money. Are you doing the right job for that you know like yeah, there's a is that show people, the show for there's you there's a million people behind you like just you know don't just go i just gotta get in the main show you know like yeah. it sounds like maybe some thought is involved yes so think about things <laughs> i think it's the bottom line here is take a minute yeah sweetie <laughs> sweetie <laughs> <Shwitty. laughs> um Oh, yeah. Is it me? Is it you? I can't remember. So this is our, our our last one yeah all oh, right by fast we flew no um what are your feelings on drag becoming more viewed and vi- oh, do we get this every week? What are your feelings on drag becoming more viewed and visible to youth? Okay, with its increasing prominence in mainstream media and culture, give more drag to the kids. Mm-hmm. Kids yeah. love drag. Kids love drag. Love drag. My yeah. little sister, Mickey Mouse. Is we're the- basically like we're oh. mascots and we're yes. um, uh, clowns. Yeah, my little sisters love my drag. I have a 10-year-old sister and, like, a 7-year-old sister. I love Obsessed. Have they ever seen you perform live? Uh, They saw videos. Like, not at, because I'm at Berlin and all those places. Like, it's 21 over. No, but, like. (laughs) What about Pride or? Brunch. Brunch is great. Mm, I'm not up early enough for brunch Uh, like that. You have a brunch. A liquid brunch. So we started at 3. That's That's fair. Um, but no, they love my drag. They, well, they love drag in general. Now that like they know me, because they first had like, but well, why do you have to dress up like a girl to do that? And like, I'm like, because it's fun. What do you mean? I get to play dress up. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, and and you like it? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and you, like, it's you dance. I'm like, yeah. Do you sing? I'm like, no, I don't sing. <laughs> you know? And like, you have to explain it to them. And then like, they're just like, yeah, that's cool. And then they see it up live. They see like my costume. They like the hair, like the wigs, and it's just like. They get it. Yeah. They don't think it's weird. I think it's adults that think it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. To them, it's just like their older brother playing dress up. Enjoying himself. And yeah. Yeah. And viewers just like watching like, okay, that's cool. You want to see me be happy? (laughs) (laughs) Put a wig on and be happy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What do you think about the kids? (laughs) I love it. I I think that even having events like DragCon that exist are 
so important Absolutely. because it's not only opening the kids' minds, it's opening the parents of those kids' minds, too. That's really true. I think that's the hardest part is opening the parents' minds. Because when Honestly. you see your kid, like, bloom when they see something, it, like, fully, like, opens up a, a kid. You know, if you see a kid and he's, like, so interested in this yeah. thing, like, don't you want your kid to kind of follow a path of something that really gets him going? Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me so emotional whenever, like, a kid would come up to me and they would literally have their parent right behind them, like, smiling, like, taking a picture, and the kid would be like, oh, I'm such a, you know, like, I love you, big fan, you know, we take a picture, I sign something, and then I go, I I always go up to the parent, I'm like, you are a rock star. I'm like, you are literally changing the world with what you're doing, and we need more like you. Um, I'm like fanning the parents mm-hmm. no, in that real. situation. Yeah. I'm like, you're great. Yeah. Keep doing what you're no, doing. No, for real. Because I related to, I related this especially to um, the event that I hosted during DragCon. We did a laser drag show, oh, yeah. which was Ooh. a drag show at a laser tag venue. What? And it was specifically meant for anyone that wasn't old enough to go see the drag shows around happening during DragCon. This was an opportunity to not only see a drag show um, for the 18 and under, it was also an opportunity for them to play laser tag with drag queens. That sounds so that fun. Sounds it was wild. That. Was that... Was that so fun? It was wild. We had, um, yeah, we had some, we definitely had some underage um, kids there for sure. But like, I did laser tag and drag twice. Like, and it is so much fun. Were you in heels? I was in heels. I made myself do it in heels. I was like, (laughs) I was like, there is no other way I want to play laser tag. I feel like I'm playing (laughs) Overwatch in real life right now. Um, And it, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Um, and just seeing the parents too, just like sit there and um, just enjoy the show with their with their kids, it was uh, it was so um, rewarding. Yeah, especially being a part of that and just thinking back and going, my God, if I had this when I was fucking five years old, yeah, drag queen pain fucking laser tag with me joking mm-hmm. I would have been doing this I wouldn't have started when I was 22 I would have started when I was fucking 16 I'd be oh my god good right? at, I'd be good at this by oh my god <laughs> I wouldn't have just been wearing eyeliner in freshman year of high school like yeah and even the ones who don't want to become drag queens it's cool to see someone just like living their truth no yeah. for real like it's kids need that visibility yeah absolutely mm-hmm have you done a bunch of all... I know you've done some all-ages shows. I have done... Yeah. I've only Less. done a handful. Yeah. I would like to do one million of them. Mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah, yeah, me too. I... Yeah. I, I just... I get a lot of joy out of watching, like, kids watch drag. Yeah. Because it's just so pure. I've got an eight-year-old queen following me on Instagram. I eight? For, oh I, I forget if we've talked about this or what not. What is her name? Oh, I'm... No, oh, I forget. Okay, Shoot. Um, yeah, I'll figure it out okay. and post it. Do you know who Lactatia is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, we, we had Lactatia at the Laser Drag Show. Because oh. um, she was actually the... It, like, she was kind of like one of the brain children of the... Because, like, my manager was the one that came up with it, but then, like, she was the one that initially, like, saw it through. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, we gotta do this. That's and so cool. Yeah, so Lactatia was a lot of personality. Shocking. And for I'm that shocked. young, I was like, she is Alyssa Edwards, like, <laughs> really? already at, like, Oh God, nine years old, wow. 10 years old. I forgot. Like, I think she was nine and, um, we were kind of filming some stuff too for like this documentary she's working on as well, but it was kind of jarring. She's doing a documentary? <laughs> yeah. She, and I think she was in like a, she was in like a sequin onesie and like uh, tennis shoes and like yeah. her hair was done up. She had the makeup on and the hands on the hips and she did a freaking like a dip, like during her number, like a death drop. Oh, and wow. I was, I was like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, I love it. This is our future, We're all and I love jobs it now. Honestly, no, I, I can't. Do, I've never been able to do right? that. It's like when you would watch those episodes of Oprah, where it's like this three-year-old can play Mozart's, like whatever. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm a waste of energy. <laughs> I'm just a fucking load. So like funny. you watch these kids, and you're like, oh god, I'm fucking trash. I know. Do you know about um, Tiny Bangs? No, it's a. I met. It's amazing. I met them at uh, a drag con. 
Yeah, in LA. I met them in LA this past DragCon. And it's a like uh, clothing and um, uh, lifestyle kind of company, mm-hmm. but it's for kids. They're, and their Instagram is lit, I am telling you. Like the photography, the makeup, the hair, the clothes. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's Tiny just. And they were very beautiful. sweet. It was. And I legitimately asked to take a picture with them because I thought they were so cool. Like, it was <laughs> It was funny. Oh, there's. Yep. Yeah, you can't um, see it right now, but we are literally all on our phones. We're all on our phones looking at it. <laughs> oh, my Tiny God. Bang. This is LA based, handmade, upcycled, Look curated kids' clothing and accessories. Would I wear yeah, this? Yeah, it's so oh cute. Look at their cool hair. Oh Yo. Oh, my God. It's oh all about, like, God. celebrating the weird and letting kids grow up look alternative. Look at all these rock stars. Oh, right? oh, I love this. And look, they've got the little fringe jacket. Some of the clothes I'm honestly, like, really envious of, and right. I'm mad that they don't make them in adult <laughs> sizes. Hidden you with a like, follow tiny this. bangs. Follow it's me so back. cute. I know. I want them to follow me. I wasn't following them. We just gave a shout out. So adorable. Yes, Tiny Bangs, you're the best. Back. Yeah, right? Like, come on. <laughs> wow, this is sickening. I know. I the aesthetic is really cool. I look at your best friend. You seen her? Nope. <laughs> Kim came up, an evil bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kim. We, we hate you a lot. Explore page. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. All right, well. That the was children our are our future, oh, yeah. The children are our future. We are the past. <laughs> we are done. You're right. literally a dinosaur, so we can move on with our lives. Um, any parting messages of uh, love and appreciation that you'd like to get? Any shout outs you'd like to give in this last moment? Um, By Jaiho on iTunes. <laughs> what is the new Jaiho? You haven't told us yet. We don't have yet. one yet, sweetie. By the time this comes out, we might. Okay. Um, shout out to the House of Destruction, um, Bijou Seren, Nico Sore, and of course my asshole sister, Abora. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also stay hydrated, drink lots of water. Yes. yes oh my that's God. Good Thank you for that. Thank that's good advice. That's good advice. We oh stand God. water on we this love podcast. Water. We, we love, love water. <laughs> what are you waiting it's for? It's the essence of wetness, and wetness is the essence of life. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> a very good Merman. <laughs> <laughs> it's all moist here, baby. All moist. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, well, uh, will you share your uh, Instagram uh, and uh, yeah, online handle? You can find me on Instagram at Camilla Fox, C H A M I L L A underscore Fox, F O X X. And styled by Camilla for my hair page if you want to hit me up. No, hit her up. She does some really good work. Also, I would like to say Camilla is now on billboards across yes. the world. Oh, my yeah. God. That's right. Yeah. It's mortgages, but who is it with? Uh, guaranteed low rate. Uh, Shimmy Braun. He uh, hired me to do a campaign for him. There's like four billboards coming out. Four yeah, billboards. There's two now. And there's two more coming. Wow. So, yeah. Keep look out for those. I'm so excited. Yeah. Wow. But wait. Do your Instagram for your hair. Oh, well, she did. Yeah, oh, did. yeah. yeah. Okay. Sal Camilla. Oh, right. Facebook and Instagram. I guess I was waiting for you to spell it, but that's silly. <laughs> All right, and where are your billboards, sweetie? <laughs> In my mind. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube too. Eva Destruction. No space. No nothing. E V A H Destruction. The way it's spelled. I made sure to get that name across. All social media platforms. Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. Um, I'm trying to correct. Uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, I forgot to say this before. Um, uh, Drag Matinee now has a YouTube channel. So, so subscribe to that. Every performance since April is now up. Uh, it's Share Your Faves. Faves. And what else? Um, and my Instagram is lucky.stiff and um, also uh, the show Goddess that I co-host with Cat Sass which Love is every it. third Friday at Berlin has an Instagram that is Goddess the show all one word Ooh. so uh, you should go and check that out and give us a follow we post lots of good stuff on there yes also rate and subscribe to our podcast so that we can um, become very popular um, <laughs> but we're doing very well um, uh, yeah we are yeah shout out to the listeners we yeah. see you thank you for listening um, anything else we need to uh, plug? Oh, also, uh, on, uh, uh, September 1st at Drag Matinee, we're going to have special guest Nicole Page Brooks from Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're also going to have, uh, Jasmine Masters. And then on, uh, the 8th of September, we're going to have Cheddar Gorgeous. Ooh, yes. Very exciting. Cheddar. Very exciting. And on the 22nd, we have Sherry Vine. Ah, yes. It's Love our 250th Sherry. Matinee. Oh, my God. Very cool. All right. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Tea. The Tea. 
Yay. <laughs> Yay. I burned my tongue.